Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Read Aloud Handbook. There is a poem by the American poet Strickland Gilliland entitled The Reading Mother, which states, You may have tangible wealth untold, caskets of jewels and coffers of gold. Richer than I you can never be. I had a mother who read to me. In the poem, the scene of a mother tenderly reading to her child is hauntingly beautiful. With books as the medium and reading as the bond, parents can demonstrate sincere human love and companionship by reading to children. In the meantime, cultivating children's interest in reading is the simplest and most effective family education method. So, how do we read aloud to children? When is the best time to start reading aloud to children? Why is reading aloud to children a must? What are the appropriate books for children of various ages? How to create a conducive reading environment? Should children be exposed to e-books? After listening to this bookie the Read Aloud Handbook, you may uncover some answers to these questions. This book is an educational classic that promotes parent-child reading. With concrete and credible case studies, the book thoroughly discusses the importance, methods, and considerations of reading aloud to children and the impact of reading environments on children. It starts with questions that may arise when reading and provides parents and teachers with well-founded answers. It is worth mentioning that as a textbook at more than 60 colleges and universities in the U.S., this book has helped countless parents and teachers with difficult educational problems and made countless children lifelong readers. The author of this book is Jim Trelease who is a leading American expert on reading. In 1989, Trelease was named by the International Reading Association as one of the eight people who contributed most to reading in the 1980s. During childhood, Trelease was very naughty and known as a troublemaker. After racking their brains, his parents finally found a solution to calm him down, reading aloud to him. While impressed with the benefits of reading on his growth, Trelease found that many parents simply don't know what to read to their children and didn't even have a basic book list. Therefore, Trelease self-published a booklet of book lists to promote the importance of parents reading aloud to children. This booklet then became the prototype for the book The Read Aloud Handbook. This book is a complete encapsulation of Trelease's decades of research and practice in children's reading instruction. It has undergone many reprints since its publication and has been published in China, Japan, Korea, Australia, the UK, Spain and more, becoming a well-deserved bestseller in child education. Next, we will explain the book in detail in three parts. Part 1, The Importance of Reading Aloud to Children. Part 2, The Methods of Reading Aloud to Children. Part 3, The Impact of Reading Environments on Children. First, let's look at why it is vital for parents to read aloud to children. The book states that reading aloud to children can improve their listening comprehension, which is the foundation for speaking, reading, and writing skills. A University of Michigan professor from College of Education once conducted research among first graders and found that the children with the smallest vocabularies rarely had storybooks read to them. They were exposed to the fewest words and the least complex sentences. When adults read to children, 
Pronunciations and vocabularies enter the children's ears. If you compare vocabularies to a reservoir, only if the pool of listening vocabulary is filled with enough water will it overflow and fill the speaking vocabulary pool. For instance, how does a child learn to say the word apple? First, he is immersed in an environment full of numerous vocabularies. Second, he continually hears his father, mother, and siblings speaking the word, being used in meaningful sentences such as I like to eat apples. Lastly, it is this imitative nature that enables him to start saying the word. It is evident that children learn to speak by listening to others. Only by listening to enough words can they speak them out. It is through listening that children can be exposed to rich vocabulary words. Research shows that vocabulary expansion comes from books, not everyday conversation. In regular conversations with children, you will only use up to 5,000 common words. If you read books to children, they will gain more vocabulary than daily conversations at home and school. Statistics show that the number of rare words in children's books is at least three times more than in everyday conversation. Many uncommon things such as whales, locomotives, or waterfalls are only accessible from print. Exposure to rare words will significantly increase a child's vocabulary. And the more vocabularies children are exposed to, the more likely they are to improve their reading comprehension. The improvement in reading skills will also boost children's future writing skills. Jacques Barzun, an expert on American culture and history and a professor at Columbia University once suggested that writing and speaking are copycat experiences, words get in through the ear or eye and come out at the tongue or the end of a pencil. The National Assessment of Educational Progress Writing Report Card also proves this point. The students who receive the best score in writing aren't those who do the most writing every day, but those who read for pleasure have extensive book collections at home and write essays often. Adults also have a similar experience. By reading, the well-written sentences you see over and over again will be uploaded to your brain and downloaded to your pen. Writing ability dramatically benefits from the depth and breadth of your reading. In addition to improving listening, speaking, reading, and writing skills, reading aloud can be equally beneficial to children. The materials adults read to children will increase their insight, which is the background knowledge they need to learn other subjects. How do we understand background knowledge? Take a news article about baseball as an example. Suppose you don't know much about baseball. In that case, you will have difficulty understanding the article which can significantly reduce your reading speed. If you have been exposed to a specific field, the relevant words and concepts are the background knowledge you already own. What does it take for children to acquire background knowledge? Firstly, children can acquire background knowledge from the school's diverse curriculum such as art, music, and science. However, such a curriculum often faces reduction or even cancellation, and children's access to background knowledge at school can be impacted. Secondly, some argue that visiting museum visits, zoo visits, and traveling can help children gain background knowledge without going out of their way to learn. This is indeed one way to gain knowledge. However, it lacks universal applicability due to economic circumstances and level of convenience. In Trelisa's opinion, for the vast majority of children, the best way to build background knowledge is to read, 
either taking the initiative themselves or by listening to stories read aloud by their parents. For adults, applying background knowledge to their lives helps them understand the news. For children, applying background knowledge to the classroom helps them understand what their teachers and textbooks are teaching. For example, if a preschooler learns a lot about stories related to plants and animals from parents reading aloud, he will be able to relate to his existing background knowledge and better understand the new knowledge in the textbook when food chains are being discussed in biology class. The developments of listening, reading, writing, and background knowledge are some advantages to reading aloud to children. It is worth noting that in the long run, when adults read to children, a pleasure connection is being formed between the child and the book. This helps children become lifelong readers. The book points out the premise that educators have long ignored, and that is that humans are pleasure-seeking. What does this statement mean? It means that people will voluntarily repeat things that give them pleasure. We go to our favorite restaurants, eat tasty foods, and hang out with amiable people, while avoiding unpleasant foods and people. The same premise holds true for reading. Children who rarely appreciate the joy of reading will tend to avoid reading if it merely means endless exercises and tedious tests in school. On the contrary, if children can experience pleasure from reading, they will do it repeatedly. There are three reading motivations for children. First, they are fond of the experience. Second, they like the subject matter of the book. And third, they enjoy and are willing to emulate those who read a lot. Reading aloud to children conveys warm words, exciting knowledge, and the affection and happiness of family life. When children love the experience, they will associate reading with pleasure. Only children who genuinely enjoy reading will crave it. These children don't just read for tests or to please anyone, but instead they maintain their reading habit and become lifelong readers even after graduating from school. The winner of the Pulitzer Prize Leonard Pitts Jr. confirmed this for us based on his first-hand experience. Pitts' mother was a black woman who didn't graduate from high school, but she often avidly read books and newspapers. When Pitts was a child, the family couldn't afford the school tuition. Hence, Pitts' mother would read aloud to him from every text she could get her hands on and save the money to buy him comic books and a used typewriter. Years later, on the day Pitts won the Pulitzer Prize, he wrote a thank-you note to his deceased mother for her patience in reading aloud to him and listening. Reading aloud to children equates to building a happy bridge between children and books. The pleasant childhood experience of reading stayed with Pitts all his life. The poet William Butler Yeats said, Education is not the filling of a bucket but the lighting of a fire. Reading aloud to children is precisely what lights that fire. Well, that concludes the first part of our bookie. Let's do a quick summary of this part which discusses the importance of reading aloud to children. The language arts of listening, speaking, reading, and writing come from our listening vocabulary. The information conveyed in books will significantly improve children's background knowledge, a powerful adjunct to learning other pieces of knowledge. Just as importantly, when parents read aloud, children are motivated by reading desire, which will help them become lifelong readers. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. 
Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.